This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability in the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. First of all, I'd like to thank you all for your eco-read recommendations following last week's show, where I spoke to local author and ecologist Joe Gray about his latest book in the eco-fiction genre. And you can find the podcast of that show on radioverulam.com if you'd like to listen. Now, Sally recommended Fight the Fire by Jonathan Neal. Now, it's described as a call to action, a how-to guide that's practical and bold and radical. And I particularly liked that you can get a free download of the book at theecologist.org forward slash fight the fire, and that's all hyphenated. It might be a really good Christmas read, perhaps to get you stoked up for eco-action in 2022. So that's Fight the Fire by Jonathan Neal. And Nadia from the Wilderhood Watch recommended Finding the Mother Tree by Suzanne Simard. Now, she says that it's all about how trees use fungal networks to pass nutrients to each other, as well as communicate and how important mother trees are for the health of the forest. And it caught my eye because of the recent announcement about a major research project into the vast networks of underground fungi, sometimes called the circulatory system of the planet, which are to be mapped for the first time in an attempt to protect them from damage and improve their ability to absorb and store carbon dioxide. It's very much an area that the more we find out about it, the more important we find it to be. So finding the mother tree sounds fascinating. Now, I don't know about you, but gone are the days when I just buy, you know, any old stuff for friends and family at Christmas, just something I thought they'd like. Now I'm looking for something that's good for the planet, supports a good cause, and of course is still something that they actually want to receive. And that is a tough call. But I think that I found gifts that tick all those boxes in a place that came as a surprise to me. Now, you might be familiar with the St Francis Hospice Charity Shop at the Quadrant in Marshallswick. And like all second-hand charity shops, I mean, it's a great place to pick up pre-loved clothes and toys and books. And that's great for the planet if it means that we buy less new stuff. And you might even find something suitable for a gift there, but it's, it's not so likely. But St Francis Hospice have a fantastic new way to turn their second-hand book donations into a lovely gift. I spoke to Mark Jackson Hancock, resident book expert and manager of the St Francis Hospice Community Bookshop Chapter 2. And I started by asking him to tell me a little bit about the Hospice of St Francis and the work it does. So the Hospice of St Francis is based in Berkhamstead um, and it provides care for residents in Buckinghamshire and Hertfordshire. It's quite a large catchment area. Um, The hospice has 12 beds so it's room for 12 people to stay there but it also has a very large um, spring garden centre where people can go in for various treatments and they have a very large um, outgoing sort of nursing care 
um, that covers quite a lot of people. So it's, it's a very wide ranging series of treatments and care that the hospice provides. And it costs about £5 million a year to run, which is why we have various fundraising enterprises and we have lots of um, retail outlets to support this. Indeed, including the one at the Quadrant in St Albans. I can see that you're sitting in a very packed bookshed there. You've got piles of books behind you. And I was attracted to your book subscription gift. Can you tell us how that works? Well, the customer can pay for three months, six months or 12 months. And we send a book out each month, which I select So they get a nice book, which is wrapped up very neatly by our packer who's trained in the art of Japanese origami. And they get a a Kit Kat, they get a bookmark, and they might get another little gift as well. Okay. And you say that you select the book. Can can we say, you know, if the person we have in mind for the gift, if there's a particular genre that they like, can can we Mm, specify that? That's right. So when you sign up, um, we send out a questionnaire. So we ask what was the last book that the person read? What's their favourite book? What sort of things do they like? And from that, I can usually have a very good idea about what they might like. I also am very open to special requests. So I had a lady in yesterday who wanted a year subscription for her mum but she said, my mum only reads horror and dark fantasy, but that's not one of your genres. I said, there's no problem at all. Just write it down and I can do that because we get all sorts of books. We get thousands of books every week donated. So we get anything and everything here. Wow. And do, do you do book subscriptions for children? Could, could you do it for that age group? We can if, if requested. We... I've got young adult as a genre because of this, we have a huge amount of young adult books. But if the subscription's for a child, then as long as we know how old they are, we can do that. We've thought of doing like a christening subscription whereby you can pay for a few years and we can measure the child's progress by starting with baby and toddler books, board books, going on to picture books, going on to five to eight. And that, I think that would be a lovely idea. But we can do anything. As long as we know who we're sending the books for, we we can do all sorts of things. All right. Okay. That that sounds like a wonderfully personal gift. So you don't only select the books, Mark. You also include a little note with them. Tell (laughs) us about that. Well, because it's such a personal thing and because the subscribers tend to offer a lot of personal information at the outset, I feel like I do know quite a lot of the people that we send the books to. So I always send them a few lines about why I've chosen the book for them and what the book's about and why I think it will appeal to them. And very often, about 60% of them regularly write back and tell me what they think of the book. So we have quite a good relationship. <laughs> well, do you know, that was my next question. I was just about to ask you whether you get any feedback. So, so do people say that they appreciate what you're doing? We think we get a huge amount of feedback. People like the people like to talk about books. People like to talk about their reading. It's like being part of a book club, really, your own personal book club, and people really do like that very much. 
Yeah, I'm not surprised, Mark. It sounds it sounds like a a fantastic idea. So, Mark, just tell us how we sign up for this, or how we sign up for for the uh, recipient of this lovely gift. So, you can sign up on the Hospice of Saint Francis website. Um, if you go into the link for Chapter Two, then there is a link for the book book subscription. It's thirty pounds for three months. It's £55 for six months and £95 for a year. And it is very good value. The books are as good as new and they are all personally selected. Indeed. And of course, we know that we're supporting an excellent cause as well. Mark, thank you so much for telling us about that. Thanks, Amanda. I was talking there to Mark Jackson-Hancock, book expert at St Francis Hospice. And I'll pop a link to the Chapter 2 online bookshop where you can set up your gift book subscription into the note that goes with the podcast of this show and which you'll find on either radioverulam.com or by going to the Environment Matters Facebook page. Now, Mark also told me that his fantastic book subscription wasn't the only gift that St. Francis Hospice had on sale that was good for the planet, raised money for a good cause and was also lovely to receive. So I went on to speak to Sarah Coles, Director of Sustainability at St. Francis Hospice. And I started by asking her if sustainability is important at the hospice. It is, Amanda. It's very much at the heart of what we do. I've actually got the word sustainability in my title. And certainly from the trading side of things, our charity shops are the very essence of eco-sustainability and have been at the forefront of driving that for a long time. So it's great to see everybody else recognising the huge benefits in terms of saving landfills, CO2 emissions and sort of slowing down that fast fashion which has been so popular. And I think upcycling, that's something which we've been doing for several years at our furniture show in Return to Glory and repurposing, reinventing and reinvigorating an old piece and then selling it on. And the best bit of all is all the profits go to a local charity to sustain and support that local charity. So it all stays within the local community. I love the way that, you know, you take and being good for the environment, also with being good for people as well, sort of marrying these two great causes together. Absolutely. And I think if anything, you know, the last 18 months have shown us that we've missed all these lovely human touch points that we've had. And our shops are in the sit in the heart of their local communities. We communicate and talk to our local communities. Our volunteers are all local people. And um, at first, we were very concerned that we would lose a, a lot of our volunteers as a result of COVID. But in fact, in you know, that's not been the case. People have missed coming in, talking to customers and working their shifts as a volunteer. Brilliant. Now, we've just heard about the pre-loved book subscription that you offer, but sustainability is a theme with other gifts that you offer um, in your online shop too. And you include some pre-loved items there as well. Can you tell us about your gifts for good? Yes, of course. Well, it's Shop for Good um, sort of really came out of the pandemic and the focus on well-being and the confidence that people have gained in shopping online. And 
this shop has sustainability and well-being at its heart. So um, it's a range of products which are eco and sustainable. We have a range of reloved donated items and we also have a range of handcrafted items. And we have fantastic teams of volunteers, uh, creates and makes team who are based at Return to Glory and they use donated fabrics to craft lovely gifts. So all of those are wrapped up in our offer and people can either buy those items individually or they can buy our well-being boxes, which are specially themed and can be personalized and tailor-made um, to individual requirements. And in all our packaging, we use sustainable packaging. Uh, and the idea is that as well as being a lovely, unique gift, it brings a spark of joy as well when you when you get it. And of course, again, all the profits go to supporting the work of the hospice. So do you have any gift that's particularly popular? We have some fantastic toiletries, which are completely environmentally friendly. They've been really popular. And we have some hand crocheted face cloths as well and makeup pads which can be rewashed and reused they're really popular you heard mark talk about his books we have a great box which is our bookworm and that has a lovely big bar of chocolate and a book which has got a, a title to sort of lure you in as a surprise a surprise you don't know what you're getting it's beautifully wrapped but it's a bit of fun. So those are selling really well. But we have other themed boxes. We've got one which is around coffee and chocolate, so it's total indulgence. They're all different themed. And we have a reloved chic box, which is all reloved items, and that's really popular. So our charity shops cherry pick some of their best items, and those are included in a themed box. So you'll get a lovely range of items in there. And all our well-being boxes contain a little really love surprised item. Brilliant. So how do we order these uh, lovely gifts? Well, we can order them through our website, uh, which is shopforgood.org.uk. If you can't find it, go on the hospice website as well, and there's a link to it there. Brilliant. And just because it would be a shame for us to miss out, what's the last ordering date for Christmas? I'm going to say Friday the 17th of December. Okay, lovely. Well, pop that date in the diary so that uh, you know you've ordered things in time. (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you ever so much. Many thanks. I was talking there to Sarah Coles, Director of Sustainability at St Francis Hospice. And as I said, I'll pop a link to the website where you'll find all those lovely gifts into the note that goes with the podcast of this show and which you'll find on RadioVerilon.com or by going to the Environment Matters Facebook page. Now, local Oxfam shops are also a great place to find pre-loved gifts. I I didn't realise that Oxfam is the UK's largest second-hand bookseller and plenty of their books are, well, they're like new. Um, Also, they've got some lovely vintage books, some gorgeous coffee table books, and they've got a great range of donated music as well, including some much sought-after vinyl records, which make a brilliant retro gift. And the other good news is that the St Albans Oxfam Bookshop is now open on Sundays. So there's more browsing time from 12 till 4 on Sunday afternoons from now on. 
Now, not books for Oxfam also have their Oxfam unwrapped gifts, things like a donation so that a family in a developing world can have a goat or perhaps education for a girl or even something as basic as a toilet. And I particularly liked it one year when someone paid for an allotment in Malawi as a gift for me. I just love the idea of someone on the other side of the world now having what they needed to grow fresh veg for themselves, just as I love to grow veg in my own garden just got time to tell you a few more things that you might like to hear about. If your house is feeling cold or drafty or or both, then you need to check out the Sustainable St. Dobbins thermal imaging cameras. So they've got two thermal imaging cameras, one's based in Harpend and one in St. Dobbins, for residents to easily identify where precious heat's escaping from their homes. Now, the cameras can help you make informed choices about insulation and repairs. And once you've assessed the situation for yourself, you can go on to do these things all the better. To use one of the cameras, you'll need to attend an information session via Zoom and then reserve a camera to borrow. Now, the Harpenden camera, Sustainable St. John would say, is new and different. So previous Harpenden Morris might want to attend an information session before booking a repeat borrowing. So visit the Sustainable St. Albans website for further details to book an online session or for measures that you can take to reduce your home's carbon footprint and your fuel bills. Well worth checking out. The cameras can, well, they can make your home more comfortable, cheaper to run and of course reduce your carbon footprint as well. I'm going to be back at the same time next week when we'll hear about the Wilder map of St. Albans that's just been launched. But until then, thanks for listening.